You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Run now, run now. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes podcast, the best damn TV podcast that is, uh, you know, uh, we're on the interwebs periodically. <laughs> I, I'm Dandy Serechia. And I'm Tyler Hoskin. And we're the dudes, and today we're going to get into quite a lot of stuff. It's a uh, Tuesday, not a regular recording day. Um, the episode will be up as soon as we can kind of get done here. Um, but there's a lot of things we haven't really been around for about three weeks. So we're going to touch on some, uh, we're going to roughly touch on some, some finales of things such as we didn't get to talk about Boba Fett. We didn't get to talk about the end of Peacemaker and, uh, man, there's some, some other shows that have been on that were, you know, dropped completely. And uh, a little bit of news about those shows, which you can kind of get into as we talk about those shows. Um, but, you know, I know for you, Tyler, news is like the the, 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 yeah. the uh, holy water cross to the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but as we talk about a certain show, we'll get into some of the inner workings of, of that and and things that are kind of involved with that. We're not we're not. We're not going to be going into random news about things just for the sake of it, because it's all online. You guys can always check it out. And, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to talk about the things that we're watching rather than, uh, you know, upcoming things. And when maybe, you know, things we're excited about, we can get into that. What, what do you say about that? Like, ah, I mean, when we're in the like the excited for what we're going to watch. We could talk about things like that, but nothing like casting news and things that's all going to be within a show that we're kind of watching and discussing. Word. So, uh, let's get into news. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Boba Fett. What, uh, so I know it's been a while and it's, you know, we've had, it's, it's, it's time to digest in all of us. Um, but I want to ask what your overall feelings about the show, uh, were like how did you feel the way it ended do you think we're going to get a second season um and how do you feel about the character as a whole now that he has been in the star wars universe longer than he ever has been yeah since i guess that second season of mando uh I mean, yeah, I feel like it really shouldn't have been. I think if they called it like the Mandalorian book of Boba Fett, I would have been That's totally w- fair. way okay with what had happened. But the fact that it's like, this is Boba Fett's show. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I would say that. Now, do you think we're going to get a, a second season of this particular? I don't know. Uh I don't think we need it. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with, with that as well. 
I mean, I won't, I won't hate the fact that if they do it, fine, great. But I think they need to really step up their game if they're going to do a season two with Boba Fett in it. I, I would, uh, I would agree. Um, I, I think that the there's so many different like this is this was the uh, the show that was. It, it didn't feel rushed. Like they felt like they planned it. A lot of people are trying to put, you know, things on it, like saying, Oh, it was, you know, during COVID. Sure. It was, but it was, this was like written and planned out, you know, before, you know, the idea was struck, you know, at the end of season two of, of Mando. And did we have COVID during that? Probably. I, I can't remember. I, I, I can't remember anyway, but I, I don't think COVID was a factor other than it, you know, being kind of, uh, you know, hard to, to shoot. I, I don't think it had any scheduling uh, issues or, or I have never heard or read any like concrete things about that. So they took their time. They knew what they were doing. And I think you're right. I, I think that it was a bad idea to call this the book of Boba Fett as its own standalone thing. I, I think it does feel like a chapter of the Mandalorian. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like that that would have been way better to say it's the Mandalorian, the book yeah. of Boba Fett, and you yes you start episode one with uh backwards. do the yeah do the show a little bit backwards. You you right? what the first episode Mando showed up is episode one. He goes away to find Grogu. The yes. book of Boba Fett happens, and then we end it the same way. Yeah, I, I I totally agree, and I think it would have been structured a bit better that way, because like it it doesn't feel like a like a Boba Fett show. No, it like, really doesn't. It, it really does. Like, he wasn't even in one episode of his of his titled show. He wasn't in the show for an episode. <laughs> I know. Like, and and and, and people want to make a joke about it, but that I mean. You can't have a show called Family Guy without the Family Guy. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. You can't have a show called The Simpsons without any of The Simpsons or even Homer. I mean, maybe you could because that show lasted 30, you know, yeah. has been still going. But I mean, like, it, your title character is not in the show. It just, it really doesn't make much sense. I, it, it all comes down to how they marketed and how they branded the show. It really does. And the writing. Like there yeah. was so many stupid things that happened in the show and I've gotten into a few things about it in the other episodes and to go into the details of these last couple episodes we didn't really get to is just going to be hot air. But <laughs> it, I think it, it really needed a better look at you know the words on the page and the ideas and the, the things that were kind of happening because there was a lot of things that just did not make sense. At least to me, like really cool action stuff. Awesome. Some things during their characters doing certain things or acting a certain way, you know, uh, the, the, the Vespa gang aside, uh, like there, there's, there's so many different elements of this show that didn't really make sense to me, like why they did these certain things. But uh, the main goal of the, of like toward like the whole plot of this was fun. I, I didn't have a problem with the direction they were going. I think that the Pikes should have been introduced in episode one. 
Right. You know, they we had to get a clear, uh, you know, unless you're like, oh, Boba Fett's a villain. You know, he took out what's name. So like they didn't really have a villain to the villain. But it, it you got to give something for the character to like, why is he doing this? Who is he trying to fight? Why does he give a crap about being, you know, Dymo of fucking Mos Espa or whatever? You know, why is he doing this? We have no motivation behind this character. There was just so many different things about the show (laughs) that I think were a big miss. And I think keeping it under the Mandalorian like umbrella, you know, in name and in structure of the way they made the show would have made a little bit more sense. And I think it kind of would have put the show in a better place and and made the character a little bit more interesting. If we kind of saw it from Mando's point of view, like when he was round. But I don't know, wasting three episodes in the desert just for a tiny payoff of like emotional beat with the uh, uh, the Tuscan Raiders being killed, which I mean. Okay, then he killed them all, and he still looked down the mouth of the Sarlacc pit, and we're all expecting what to happen. Right. Him to be pulled down. Is he an idiot? Why is he looking in the pit when he came out of the pit in his armor? Like, there's so many different things about the show that were just like, why is he doing? Why is he doing the things he's doing? Yeah. Is he dumb? <laughs> so, uh, I, I think the show wasn't bad. But I, I really think it, if they're going to do more with this character, I, I think they need to like they need to make him a little bit cooler. Like, it's crazy to say that because like, or, you know, Boba Fett's in for seven minutes of damn Star Wars, you know, not yeah. counting the shows and cartoons and things, but like, OK, he's kind of cool. Yeah. And his younger self in Clone Wars is, you know, he's a badass and, and tough and hard and you know, mean and you know, wants revenge and things. And, and then, you no, know, this is way after, but it, it, it's like they, they changed the character into kind of a buffoon. <laughs> it, uh, <you> know, <laughs> it, it's just how, if, how I see it. Like, it, so, you know, yeah. after the stupid bunny rabbit droid in the kitchen was like a Benny Hill skit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it totally was. It totally understand. was. I, I mean, <laughs> It's just I don't get it. Like he should have been like, bam, one shot, kill that bastard. And I, and then he's like, I'm Boba Fett, bitch, instead of holding him up after, you know, crashing around the kitchen. Like he's supposed to be a legendary bounty hunter and he's acting like so goofy to me. Uh, and maybe they're, you know, going to the whole adage of Star Wars is for kids and, and trying to make it goofy and fun and introduce droids and things. And that's fine. But I mean – you still introduced the IG-88, you know, in yeah. Or, yeah, in, in, in one shot in, in Empire, and he was, like, legendary, and he didn't even move. So I, I just don't understand the direction they're taking. I hope they can kind of course correct. But it seems as though that this was just John Favreau and Dave Filoni's bad day at the office. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's. I mean, it's okay. Like it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't their best no. work. Um, yeah. the, and I think uh, two yeah. people put, um, for lack of a better term, have put Boba Fett on a pedestal, and like 
right? Like he's he's this ominous that, character that that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Though. Oh, I know, like, but putting he's... anybody on a pedestal, it, it, putting him there doesn't matter because the way they're writing him still doesn't reflect of uh, anything that makes sense. You know, whether you know, we don't know exactly who he is, and that's fine. Like that's totally cool. Right? They can create him from the ground up now, and they still failed at it, you know, <laughs> and didn't matter that we didn't know him. It was just, I love the stuff with him and, uh, uh, Shan in the desert. And he's like, I'm tired of working for idiots and working for the empire and this and that, like all that stuff was awesome. That was like, that was perfect Boba Fett stuff. That whole conversation in the desert that was that second to last episode and I'm like, or oh my god, I don't even remember what episode it was now with everything that Mando kind of threw in there. But w- without Luke and everybody else in the Mando side of it involved, which was still fine, even though I didn't think Ahsoka really made any sense to be there. But I, I, they, they had the chance to make Boba Fett like stay interesting. And I don't think that their path was the right way. You, you know what I mean? And I don't think it has anything to do with anybody putting him on a pedestal because he is cool. You know, yeah, he, you know, bad luck because of Han Solo, you know, his dumb luck, you know, as the protagonist, which is he's always had. It seems like he carried over <laughs> with uh, Indiana Jones. He's just like stupid lucky for the hero. But, it, you know, it changing this character the way they want to is cool. I just don't think they wrote it right. You know what I mean? No, I, I for sure. For sure, I get you. Um, yeah, and do you have anything else in Boba Fett? What do you do? I don't think we're going to get a season two. Um, no, I, I doubt I it too. he'll show but... up. You know? I, I think he'll, cool. yeah, I do think he'll show up every now and again, but I don't think we're going to get another full season uh, yeah, just don't no, I, see I'm, that. I'm very curious to be like that fly on the wall in like Disney, you know, with these guys with the reception. And, and look, they're probably like, we're the freaking, uh, uh, you know, a, a highest rated Disney Plus show. <laughs> you know, 35 percent more watch this than the end of Mandalorian season two. I, I, I'm sure they're like riding that way. Oh, for but sure. At, you know, but at the same and that, that's great. That's fine. And, you know, probably some of that was hate watching, <laughs> but, but still like I, I, they have to know that it, it's kind of been, uh, you know, received in a certain way. Um, I, I'm, I'm just curious how, how a course correction could look if they're, you know, even thinking about it. Um, I mean, it's not like they can, oh God, they can't like retcon anything. It's all there, but I mean. The, the whole plot, the, the, the way that it's going, that's fine. It's just the way they got there, stumbling over freaking rocks, man. <laughs> that's just kind of how I how I view the show. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's that's Boba Fett. I can't even remember the other questions I asked you, but I, I think <laughs> I think that's that's pretty pretty good with the, with the show. It, it was it was fine, and we're not we don't rate. We're not doing that. I don't give numbers to shit. I'm just going to tell you how I feel, and then, you know, and that's how we're going to do it on the show. A lot of people like to rate, give numbers, grades, stupid little names for tears. Uh, that's dumb. Uh, in my opinion, <laughs> we tried it. 
you know, and we've even given like grades to seasons in the past. I don't think that's necessary. It's just bullshit numbers. You know, how do you feel about that? I, just, I don't. I like the way we kind of describe about how we feel with with the show, rather than you can't quantify our opinion. Damn it! Yeah, exactly, exactly. So with that, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Peacemaker, man. Oh, fucking no, love name, that show! Man, but Peacemaker, come on, man. <laughs> Best DC show oh, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Best fucking TV intro ever. Yeah, okay. Now, <laughs> did, did I talk about this? Yeah, you talked about hating I it did. and then turned yourself around like I, smart I, man. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I was. I totally had to hokey pokey that shit because I, I was not oh. having a good day. Well, the DC universe that they're kind of creating, it almost. Um, and, you know, not to detract from or distract us from the TV element of it, but. It's almost all connected. I mean, I mean, we have the disconnected TV show coming. That's Penguin, uh, which is you know they're saying it's going to be more on the R scale, HBO Max adult scale than the PG thirteen Batman movie is, even though that's still pretty brutal from what we hear. But then we have you know uh, we have the Batgirl movie on HBO Max, and where does that stand? And does that split off into other TV things that, you know, we have the flash movie, which is, is that the same Batman that's going to be in Batgirl? Like it's, it's, it, as you can't say it's not confusing, you know, even though they're like, Oh, it's on track to be, you know, the best DC stuff we've seen. That's great. But it doesn't mean it's not confusing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see how everything kind of, uh, settles, uh, I guess we want to say after Batgirl, when does Flash come out? Oh, who knows? Flash. I, movie. Yeah. I mean, cause the, the Batman stuff with Penguin is, is so separate, but with uh, everything that's kind of happening with Peacemaker, the... and that's gotta be connected with. The Flash and Aquaman, because yeah. those are those guys. So I'm I'm curious if we're ha- if we have three different universes going on. Oh, right? probably. So it says uh, the Wikipedia says November fourth of this year. Is Flash? Is Flash? Okay, so we're getting Batgirl before then, from what I I know. So Batgirl is this year, but it's going to be before the end of the year. Maybe it's after, maybe it's before, but I don't think it matters now. But for the end of the year. So we're going to find out how the universe kind of shakes up after Flash and what that does to Peacemaker, Aquaman, Flash itself, and how Batman is involved if he's a different Batman, which I don't think. But maybe that Batman is the same and is changed and transferred into the Batman we see in Batgirl. Or maybe it's... Boom, we got the new Batman, Robert Pattinson, with the new show, Penguin, coming. We have the DC movie lineup, you know, Shazam, Aquaman, Flash, and Batman was in that Flash. Or we have a, you know, and then we have a separate universe with Batgirl and 
Batman, which we all already know that, you know, Robin was a part of Batman's past in that movie or the Batman stuff in the Batgirl is the same Batman we see in that flash movie. And then we have two universes on top of each other rather than three. I think there's going to be a sandwiching of stuff that's kind of happening. But aside from that, I think that the Peacemaker was just top notch TV. Like there's no, there's no question about it. Right. Oh, hundred percent. I will watch. I will probably watch that again over the summer just because it was good. You see, I'm, I'm not, that's awesome. I'm so happy that you would do that. There's so much TV right now. I feel so behind. I don't think I'll ever get back to it. But and maybe I'll go back to the final episode if I forget some things. But it, it feels so fresh in my mind still. There are yeah. long. Episodes. I'll just put the intro on loop. How about that? <laughs> that that a lot of people are doing that. Um, Learn the dance. Man, I got that. I got that song on my head already. I I, I don't need the intro. I've seen it read eight times. So <laughs> it, good. It's already in there ingrained. But yeah, it, it, I'm so excited for a second season. Don't know where that's going to go or how that's going to be affected by whatever universes are changed throughout the DC stuff that is progressing. And that's why we talk about that stuff, because it affects the shows. It will affect the show. There's no question about it, whether it's directly or not. There's going to be something that that changes. So on top of that, um, how far are you? Um, you know, since we're, we're in our, in our topics of things, how you finished Yellowstone, right? I have finished Yellowstone. Please tell us, tell us how you feel about Yellowstone. (laughs) Oh, it's freaking insane. I, yeah, so many ups and downs. I can't, oh, who's your favorite character? (laughs) Who's my favorite character? That's such a hard hard question. It's it such, really is. It's a, <laughs> like they all have their own thing, right? Like it's very Yeah, they're so well written. Like Beth is fucking bananas. Yeah. Like she's like a roller coaster ride, man. It's hard to stay on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And like John is obviously like he's yeah you kind of follow him right You're, yeah like it's like, i feel most tethered to him it is his story for sure oh right right the family like and he's like the lead yeah so i mean to but like kevin costner man holy fucking shit oh i know did you hear about that like there's like a new western style movie that he's doing and fox just like tagged him for like first look shit like at his age doing like it's like he I guess he's doing his movie with Fox or I guess it's Disney now. It's so weird how <laughs> all that works. But like he I guess his new movie, this new Western movie he's writing and directing or whatever is going through all that process right now. Fun. And that's kind of like I think that was like the big decision. Like everyone, I thought I thought. I thought he was done with the show. And I'm so surprised to know that he's coming back, you know, as the character. And it makes total sense. They, you know, they, they, they made it that way and that's great. And he's coming back. 
and the way they, they wrote the last few episodes, it makes sense that he wasn't going to leave or die, which is awesome. But at the same time, he, I, he might be limited in this next season or the season might start late because he's doing a different project. Yeah, maybe. Him being involved in the new Western film, uh, just, man, open range, you know, uh, uh, man, Dances with Wolves, like all this stuff like that he is like the crafter and master of, like so many things are, I don't know how close he was in Dope and Range. I mean, he have to write it. I don't know, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's just, he's so good so in good. that so genre. Good. And it's cool to see him now in like the present day sort of in this genre as well but it's, it's not the same but i love that he's still in the show and that's the main point yeah now and rip rip like, is... what do you like rip with the kid you know the new kid that's yeah. kind of like been adopted by him and Beth. that <laughs> like, that relationship has been pretty awesome has uh, it been amazing like I, you're like kid dude you've had the same shirt for like three weeks like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Beth better go take him shopping, and then she does, and it just totally fails. And she's got her own issues, and oh my god, I, I just love it. And on the same subject of the Yellowstone universe, how far are you in 1883? Oh, I think we're still like one episode. We're, Wait, we're, you only watched one episode? I'm pretty sure we're really, yeah, we're we're really slacking. Oh my. god. <laughs> God, dude. Okay, it. So, you gotta watch. Oh yeah, no, I will. Do. I will. It, it the 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 best way to describe the show for anyone who hasn't watched it, and the way that you know uh, Taylor Sheridan has kind of crafted it, and now we know that it's like a limited series, and it's not going to continue in a season two, but he describes it as uh, shit. Let me let me let me see what he said. I sent it to myself. This is what he says. So Taylor Sheridan is he confirms a close-ended Yellowstone spinoff as a limited series, and he says I created this peek through time to show you this one specific journey. Like I'm not someone who likes to tie everything up in a bow and explain how everything or and everyone lived happily ever after or didn't. On the next peek through the window as referred to the new Yellowstone uh, spinoff, 1932, uh, he, he, he says, for, for, for me, it's a store, as a storyteller, it feels close-ended, speaking about 1883. It's like, I'm, I'm going to peek through the window of a different era and see what I see then. And he says, uh, what else? Like, maybe that's all he says. That's all he says. So, it, that's it like th this and it doesn't mean that this show isn't worth seeing because it's definitely like the origin story of the Dutch. like yeah. it absolutely is and if you if you remember what you saw in yellowstone there's one of those episodes one or two maybe even three of those openers where you see uh the characters from 1883 right yep so you get a sense of where those characters are in that period of time, and that's after all 1883. So what you saw, and I think maybe the second or third to last episode, 
of Yellowstone in that fourth season, it's after everything that happened in 1883. So he's got an older son and he's got a younger son and the wife and he gets shot and whatever, you know, and, and they're in the cabin trying to save him. I don't, I, I, I'm very curious if we're going to see them again, you know, Faith Hill and, uh, uh, what's his face? Tim McGraw. Oh, uh, Tim McGraw. <laughs> and so I, 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 I would love to see them again. Like I, I loved 1883 so much. And Taylor Sheridan talks about the show as he like, you wrote this season in like novel format and they shot it like it was a book and it absolutely feels that way and i and i love that so much and i the glimpses of this time period or you know, this family's time period of their existence is so cool in those openers or closers of, of yellowstone i really hope we see more because i oh man i love what those two you know, those family patriarchs, they, they, they did for this show and, and added to this universe of Yellowstone. It, it, it's absolutely insane that this show has become the way it is. Yellowstone in 1883 and the universe is being created. And now 1932 with like the family down the line in Montana with the prohibition and, and all this stuff and how that family is reacting to the times and everything in, in that era. I'm so here for it, dude. And I don't even know who's going to be who, but <laughs> like none of the characters. Isn't it crazy, though? Like, I'm, I'm so excited for what they're going to show us like yeah. 50 years later. Yeah. It's and, like, I don't care. Just give me more. Yes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, like I said, when Yellowstone first started, like I didn't I, I couldn't get into it. And then a couple of years later, I did after everything kind of blew up and I'm so glad that I got in before 1883 was started because it's, it's one of the best universes to kind of immerse yourself in, it, it, you know, in just the, the world that we're kind of living in. And, uh, you know, it still feels on the outskirts of like the real world, you know, being in Montana, being in the wilderness and, and dealing with the people that, that do these things, you know, day to day nowadays, we just don't see. But it's, it's like the behind the scenes of regular society, it feels like. And I, I love that, that fiction of it, uh, you know, and the stories that that are being told with these characters. And now this whole family that is, you know, spanned 100 years and more. It's really kind of cool that they can continue. And I'm curious if there will be a third spinoff like window, you know, quote unquote window that he's going to open up after 1932, you know, is he, is he going to go into the sixties when John was a kid? Maybe, you know, are they going to go a little further? Um, you know, are we'll, and I, I, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what do you think about that? How, how do you feel? And then only watching that first episode of 1883, and all of you know Yellowstone that's come so far, uh, you knowing we're gonna have a fifth season, knowing there's no more 1883, but the next season is another spinoff. How, how do you feel about that? Kind of where you're at now? Yeah, no, I I would I'm definitely gonna watch it for sure. Uh, it's on the list, guaranteed. I and I would almost it's I feel like all these yeared shows are just gonna be one season 
things, right? Like it's Oh, absolutely. Right? Like we're going to go mean, another unless... No. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go anywhere else. I mean, the way the way uh, Sheridan is talking is that I'm giving you glimpses of this time with yeah. this family as they progress into the family that I've created over four seasons in Yellowstone. So it makes total sense. And that's why, like I said, I was like, man, it'd be cool to see a glimpse 30 years later in the 60s. Yeah, and I'm sure they know. probably will do that and show you, like, John's and, parents and maybe, at least, right? Like it's... Right. Maybe that would extend if, if that's something he feels like he wants to play in. No, I don't think he would based on what he said, right? Like, just the fact that... The, the, right. Yeah, the, the fact that we kind of know where it's going to go. We don't need to know what's in between. We don't need it to connect. So, right. Well, I mean, how many, how many, uh, years, but 1830, that's like 90 years. So, I mean, if he's going 50 and 50, you know, it kind of makes sense that, uh, you know, he could do one more, you know, based on the time periods, maybe like 60, 70, uh, you know, during the, um, you know, if, if anybody was in, say, Vietnam, you know, in, in that, sure. that time period would be very interesting if he can craft a story around that time period. But I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying we need that. I, I just think if he's kind of bouncing around, uh, you know, time, you know, in between 1883 and, and Yellowstone, I, I kind of like the idea of that, you know, and I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not putting expectations on anything, but I, I'd be down for one or two, you know, one more after 1932, depending on how 1932 is. And that can be crazy because, you know, when, when you hear about that time period, you're always thinking about like the, the city. You know, you're thinking uh, about like New York and L.A. and Prohibition and like the, you know, uh, you, you got the the old Ford cars and it's very new. And then they're, you know, all the booze and the clubs and things. But how is it in the wilderness? Like, right. how was that time, <laughs> you know, in, in Montana. Montana? Yeah. So uh, I would love to visit that that's that's a place uh that that I, I i've never really experienced and and i know we've always experienced westerns and stuff and you know 1883 kind of feels like the oregon trail like they're kind of on their way to oregon and it's like the game the oregon trail and they get fucked on the oregon trail <laughs> that you do and, and and that's the show dude it's it's relentless just up your ass <laughs> in that show and i i i love it, it, it the, this the drama that's brought in 1883 the decisions that are made the the choices these people make for freedom and for a place to live is it, it's it, it's 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 crazy but it's also it's so it's so noble and so uh you know it's it's just a hard time and I, I think it's, it's really cool that he showed, you know, the audience that with this show. And now I, and it, it makes me curious to see what he can do next. And I mean, he's doing like six other shows that have nothing to do with, uh, 
you know, with, with, with the Yellowstone universe, which also intrigues me. Uh, I mean, just to list them off here, there's one called Landman that's about a, uh, uh, you know, he's like a crisis manager, Billy Bob Thornton. He's a crisis manager for an oil company. That's a show that's coming out that Taylor Sheridan is doing. Zoe Saldana is playing a character named Joe, who's a strong-willed, hard-nosed station chief of the CIA, and the show's called Lioness. And Nicole Kidman's in there, and she's helping to produce. There's, there's another show called uh, uh, I guess they're calling it uh, there, there's one called Kansas City or Tulsa King and it's Stallone who's like this mob boss that moves from uh, I, I can't even remember where uh, well, probably to Jersey Kansas or City. New York, right? Uh, it's it's, it's crazy like it, there's there's so many things that he's doing right now and i'm i'm just i'm ready dude i <laughs> just can't wait to see what what he's gonna do and it, it really feels like a lot of these creators or i guess he's a creator but a lot of these actors these, these performers are really flocking to his work which is great for him uh, you know we're getting more obviously we're getting more yellowstone we're getting more uh, mayor of Kingstown with Jeremy Renner. That was a great show. Yep. It's cool. It's just really, really cool stuff. So I'm excited for you to watch and finish 1883. It wrecked me at the end. Um, it, but it's, it's such good storytelling. And I, I like that he capped it off. Like I, at first I'm like, they can keep going with this. Obviously they could. Be, you know, because it's the family and it's connected to Yellowstone, they totally could. But this specific moment in their life, these specific couple of years on the trail that they're taking, is it's very uh, it's a very big moment in the family and the story. So it, it's good. All right, so to uh, to move on here. Um, do you want to move on or do you want to save the rest for, <laughs> for next week for, 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 for Thursday? What else you got? Little, little tease. Oh, there's, there's so much, there's so much. Um, did you hear about all the Netflix Marvel stuff? <laughs> I did. And I'm not shocked. It's moving. I am. I am a little shocked that they're doing uh well i guess probably not shocked but i'm sh- i think i'm more shocked that there isn't parental controls already included in disney well, I, th- there, I think there is i think that they will be updated right for the yeah, for the I, hardcore I think, I, i'm pretty sure there's parental controls added to disney plus already i just think they're going to be updated because that's what it says in the article and in the uh the whole thing that happened today Right. Uh, where they're like, all the Netflix shows, you know, it's not just Canada now, all the Netflix shows that are Disney, you know, or, or that the Disney owns Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Punisher, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, all uh, Defenders, all seven of those, is it seven? It's seven with, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All of those are going to Netflix. However, 
it's going to be a, you know, behind a wall that is, you know, a parental control wall, which you can change the settings on within your account. Um, very much like star, uh, which is like the adult side of stuff that, you know, like Deadpool's in in Canada and the UK. I'm not sure what they call the UK, but there's like there's different levels uh, or a, a different side rated our mature side of of Disney Plus in certain regions. Um, it's still, a you know, I mean, I, I, I guess parents who are, you know, uh, will will take this on and then do their thing with their account, you know, with their kids and stuff. Uh, but, uh, it, it seems like, you know, anyone's going to watch whatever. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. This is all just suggested things. <laughs> you know, it's not like, I, I just, I can't see them. Uh, you know, I, I can't see Disney in the U S really, uh, they're saying it's strict and it's behind a mature wall, but is it really if your parents don't give a shit? <laughs> well, that's you know? just it. If your parents don't care, they're just going to open it up and say, hey, right, watch whatever it's you there. want. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's that, uh, which is interesting. I mean, and very another thing that's very interesting, a lot of people are taking on, on you know, they're taking up on Twitter and talking about things on different places and YouTube, and they're like, oh, it's coming to Disney+. Plus. That means that they're part of the MCU. And in the uh, in the statement, it doesn't directly say it's not. But they word things very specifically in these statements. And in no – the wording is very specific. When they come out and they make a statement about things, you know, Disney in particular and Marvel – there is no wording that suggests it is MCU. They specifically say that it is a Marvel property. And <laughs> I mean, there's a plenty of Marvel properties on Disney plus that aren't connected to the MCU. It doesn't mean it's not, but it doesn't mean it is. So, and, and tell, I mean, even though we know Kingpin and Daredevil are in Spider-Man and Hawkeye, they're still not the same characters based on what we've seen, you know, you know, exactly. So it's, it's kind of interesting. People like to take off and, and, and kind of, you know, spin their own little narrative on their shows or channels. But I, I don't suspect that they're connected as of yet, unless Disney, you know, and Marvel come out or Kevin Feige literally comes out and says, we're all connecting everything. We're getting Finn Jones and uh, uh, Kristen, uh, what's her name, uh, who played Jessica Jones and Mike Coulter, who played uh, uh, Luke Cage, you know, and all that shit is connected, you know, then you're going to recognize Blade because he was caught mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless, unless they come out and say that. Uh I, I don't suspect that they're all connected, uh, you know, as Marvel likes to say, you know, but and maybe I all the I have a feeling most of this is going to be answered with Doctor Strange. So, uh, you know what? That's a very good point. And, uh, you know, there's so much stuff going around about Doctor Strange and not to go on a crazy tangent on that. But to say this. 
I don't feel like the multiverse stuff is going to stick around for long. No, I don't think it should. It's it's going to explain all the different properties from before. It's going to get solved, and we're going to move the on ones with life that they want. Well, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like they're going to go. This is this. This is that. This is why we're doing this, and why this is here. And yay, hurrah! Well, moving yeah, on, and also. Right, right, and also not to you know make light of Doctor Strange or say that you know that is the only thing Doctor Strange is two is here oh, for, no. yeah, which yeah. I think it's going to be way more than that. But at least it'll give us an avenue or a direction of where I, we're going to figure out how the universe is going to be completely, or at least hopefully completely, after this move. You know, the rumors of. Why are appearing again? You know, rumors of him being killed by Wanda. You know, we we just got absolutely confirmed that Patrick Stewart's in there. He literally just confirmed that a couple like a day or two ago. You know, he's he's the guy. It's not a misdirect. That's him saying that in the trailer. How is that going to affect the shows? You know, are we going to get a WandaVision season two or a Wanda show? You know, how is that connecting to Agatha Harkness's show that's coming? You know, and, and, you know, this is all interesting because we can talk about some of this movie stuff in our TV podcast because it's so connected, you know, like so many other things. But I like that. I I think, you know, I think that Doctor Strange is going to close the multiple. Yeah, I, I would agree with you it? on that. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. But like it, it's it, it's, it's now. Me. Yeah, I was gonna say it's open now, kind of, yeah. sort of, and it's yeah. gonna get leaked through during the movie. We're gonna see this universe, that universe, the other universe, and go. Doctor Strange is gonna go. Oh, we need to tidy this up and right. done with yeah, a lot I mean, of other have... stuff in there. But yeah, exactly. We have four Doctor Stranges in that trailer. Yeah, there's four <laughs> Doctor Stranges. There's at least two Wandas, whether it's in her mind or a, you know, a real second Wanda. We, we have the Illuminati of, you know, a, a cast of we don't know exactly, um, you know, but we know we get Professor X there. Uh, we know that there's some kind of Iron Man involved and who that is, is still remains to be seen. But I believe that the multiverse is blown open, obviously. You know, we have America Chavez coming out, doing her thing, whether she's running from Kathan or Shumagorath or whatever, Gigantos or whatever you want to call them, and, you know, and Wanda and all of that kind of, you know, uh, unfolding, unraveling as it as it would be. And how is that going to close? Is it all going to come into one universe? Is it going to close all the other universes so none of this can happen? You know, so we still have the multiverse available, but right. not open. Like yeah. that would be cool. Like I'm so down for a Spider Verse movie, like a true Spider Verse movie. You know, not the Miles thing they did, which was amazing, and not uh, yeah. the thing they did in Spider Man No Way Home, but like a true. They are there are villains in the multiverse. Killing Spider-Man, like just like the comic, there are villains in the multiverse killing Spider-Man, stealing their essence or their soul or whatever. They're, uh, you know, it's the only thing that can feed them, like the comic. And 
a fuck ton of different Spider-Men across the multiverse band together to fight them. That is the end of the next Spider-Man trilogy. I swear to God, if they don't do that, mixing Miles in there with the animation and mixed with live action, that's just me oh, speculating. That's just my like That fan would be thing. awesome. It would be fucking incredible. Like we have okay. <laughs> total tangent total tangent we can do the rest of our bullshit on thursday but th- this is going to end the show this is already going long enough <laughs> but this is what i want dr strange does its thing what whatever happens to the multiverse i really hope it doesn't cl- close the multiverse out completely and create one single prime universe i think that's a mistake i, I think closing the multiverse is the best way to do it and in that there's still the multiverse. You you, you can't... I, I, I think it would be naive to say that the MCU or Marvel, Disney, whatever, can shut down the multiverse completely. I, I think it's it's a bad idea. I think it's a, I think 100% it doesn't bad idea. make sense. You know what it, I mean? I think it doesn't make sense. Well, cause if because you, if you leave it open, it allows you to explore it again. Absolutely. And, right? But in the MCU live-action stuff, they can consider it a done deal right? for now, right? We still have Venom. We still have a piece of Venom in the MCU. However, you know, the dumbest thing they could have done doesn't make any sense. Why does the magic not let a piece of Venom come through? And my devil's advocate to that is because Venom is a multiversal character and he can do what he wants. But that's still you know, up in the air. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I'm on two minds on that. It was like, we know Venom. Venom knows uh, the multiverse. He already knew it. He shared that in the Venom movie. He shared that in the, you know, Let There Be Carnage. He's, uh, you know, is across the multiverse. I'm sure he's connected to the Tobey Maguire's Venom character as well. And that's how he was able to come through and blah, 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 and leave a piece because he's a multiversal character and magic couldn't stop it. And that's my explanation, <laughs> even though it's stupid that a little piece of, of the symbiote wouldn't be taken back with venom. Uh, maybe because his mind is connected to every universe. He can do uh, uh, the bare minimum and leave a piece behind. That's kind of my little, <laughs> little explanation on that. But on top of all that, I would love to see, and this is you know speculation and wishful thinking and all that, but the next three movies of Spider-Man are the last three movies of Spider-Man, right? Right. It's the last trilogy. Tom Holland is back. Whatever the next movie is, it's going to kick off the next trilogy, right? After Doctor Strange and everything that happens with Wanda, whatever that brings in mutants, who gives a fuck? Maybe we get Spider-Man and Wolverine together just because it's goofy. That would be funny. But Spider-Man is doing his next trilogy. We get Scorpion in there. We get a you know we get you know Blade and and Morbius and him going to college and you know no one knows who Spider-Man is. His identity is kind of a secret now. Peter Parker is kind of you know gone. Obviously after the last Spider-Man movie and it rolls into uh, maybe the inheritors or, you know, whatever. And those inheritor characters, those are the characters that are multiversal characters. Maybe we get introduced to Silk, uh, who is a female spider character that was like hidden away. And 
you know, in a bunker, also got bitten by a spider, the same spider that Peter did. And, you know, we get a female Spider-Man. Maybe we get that. Uh, oh, what's her face? Uh, 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 Olivia Munn. Um, uh, shit. What's her name? She was in the new Tron movie. Um, she's doing the Spider-Woman movie. She's like directing it and possibly going to star in it. Uh, what's her name? Oh, shit. What's her name? I don't know. Um, I, give me one second. I'm going to look it up. It is um, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, is, you know, she's tapped to direct a Spider-Woman movie. Right? That's still on the table at Sony. Then we have Craven. You know, maybe we get Punisher and Craven in the Spider-Man movie, the second Spider-Man movie. Then we then it launches into this whole Spider-Verse sort of end of the trilogy that brings in all these different Spider-Men at the end of this trilogy, ends up killing Peter Parker or ending that character completely. Which would be, I think, would be a good idea. And, you know, and we get our true Miles in the MCU. You know, uh, all of these movies end up connecting. You know, we like like the first three Spider-Men here, you know, that we had in the MCU are like his origin story. You know, now he's truly the Spider-Man that we have. You know, he's starting college. He's doing these things. He's fighting bad guys. One, two movies down. He's doing these things. Maybe he gets together with MJ again. Maybe they remember. Maybe they don't. Maybe he finds a Gwen Stacy. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe we get a uh, MCU uh, uh, Green Goblin, whatever. But I think the, to end the next trilogy of Spider-Man in the MCU, you know, you know, and also remember we're getting this like prequel Spider-Man cartoon that is set in the MCU, which is. Uh, you know, before homecoming. Remember that it's like that animated series that is supposed to be like Canon to the MCU. Do you yep. remember hearing about yeah, that? Yeah. So with all of that, I, I think to end these end the whole, like if they do six movies or whatever, sinister six, whatnot, maybe that's the next one movie or two, but to end it on a, you know, bring back the multiverse just for Spider-Man. Uh, you know, and you, you we're also getting this Madam Web movie. Are, it, 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 is it crazy to think that Marvel and 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 Sony are still teaming up to 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 bring in Venom, to bring in Morbius, which is still a mystery. Like, where is that taking place? You know, with uh, Vulture in there, and new trailer, and, and all of that. So, like, like. Is is it crazy to think that we're being way more connected with Sony or we? I say we. The MCU is is way more connected with than with Sony now than it has ever been, and we're just not seeing it yet. You huh. know, and, you yeah. know, and we have all this Spider Man stuff coming. We have all these connections to the MCU still, obviously with Morbius, even though it's not clear yet, and Venom maybe coming in. Or you know, two different venoms, if the symbiote attaches to whoever, you know, I, I, it would just be so cool to have an end to Peter Parker, a proper end to our Peter Parker in the MCU, 
and transfer into a new era, whether it's, you know, a spider woman in the new Avengers or a miles Morales both, you, you know, teaming up, everybody teaming up to fight these bad guys to save their spiders, humanity or whatever, you know, because they're being killed off left and right by these characters that are going after all the spiders throughout the multiverse, you know, Madam web involved, like all of this is kind of pointing toward that, you know, Morbius, not so much Craven, not so much, but I mean, the things that they're talking about over at Sony, as well as the connections to Thor, uh, you know, we have Gore the God Butcher coming in to Thor, and he has been confirmed to have the Necrosword, which is a symbiote weapon. <laughs> there's there's so many different connections, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> what do you think about my crazy rant? <laughs> I think you're crazy. Is it? But it's all like it, there's so many things connected right now. It's just, it's absolutely nuts. <laughs> but uh, that's just what I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's really it's really wild. I mean, the four connections, that villain's connections, uh, all the things they're trying to do over at Sony. Uh. It, it, it really it, what really is interesting to me being and knowing that Kevin Feige is like is really good friends with uh, Amy Pascal over at Sony, you know, even though she's not like the big Sony CEO or whatever like that, you know, that she was a big head honcho that she was. She's still in charge of the Spider-Man stuff. And knowing that they're really good friends, even though she threw a sandwich at Kevin Feige. <laughs> well you know over spider-man stuff uh it, it it's 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 very very interesting to know and, and to think about all the things that are happening now and all the the the, uh, the 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 movies and the stories that this seems like they're trying to tell or want to tell and announcing that they're telling it's hard to believe that there's not a connection there you know what I mean? You know, whether we get these shows and, you know, Moon Knight coming, which looks amazing and, and, and you know, everything else is down the, the, you know, the pipeline here at Disney Plus, but, you know, as in TV, but with all the other movie stuff as well, it, it, there, it's hard to believe that there's, there's not some kind of partnership going on um, constantly over there at Sony. Uh, especially with the Spider-Man stuff. I, I mean, knowing that we have so much Spider-Man in the MCU right now, and whether, I guess we still don't know exactly where Peter falls after No Way Home, but with all the movies and things that are kind of happening uh, and being announced now, it's, it's, what do you, how do you feel about that? It's, isn't it hard? It's kind of hard to believe to me that it's not, going to be connected down the line you know whether it's more movies or, or tv show connections or <laughs> i i'm so lost you've talked for so long i can't even focus anymore <laughs> i'm sorry I, I i just i went on a crazy <laughs> yeah, rant no, about no spider-man because i love spider-man but uh either way okay well we're <laughs> we'll pick up more tv stuff 
<laughs> we'll pick up more TV stuff uh, later this week. Uh, there's still, oh, uh, God, I, I do want to finish Vox Machina before uh, before we talk about it. Because I know that's over now. It's ended, but I, I'm not done with it. Um, man, I what else? What else did we start? Uh, what are you What are you excited for before we can end the show? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll and I'll get back to you. Oh man! Oh man! Jesus! I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> what am I excited for? That's an excellent question. What's coming out this week? <laughs> uh, no, there's not much. Resident Aliens back after its hiatus. Oh God! Which is good. It's so good. Um, other than that, Are you watching oh, it? I haven't started back up again. I need to. Uh, I'm excited oh, for boy. Picard to come back next week. Yes, and yes. Also, start on the that's Thursday. Sorry, that's Thursday. Ooh. And uh, also, starting Thursday is uh, Our Flag Meets Death. I am super fucking pumped for that show. Oh, see, that's sneaking up on me. I did not know that. I'm very excited. Um, all right. So, yes. Um, there's a show I okay. So the things I'm excited for: Picard, yes, more Resident Alien, absolutely. It's phenomenal. It's so funny. It's so different. I I just I love that show so much. Um, I love that we have uh, the rookie back. That was great. Um, a fun fact: in the latest episode that we just watched, uh, the lady who played the madam. You remember her? Yeah. She's on the John Campy show. She's Aaron Cummings. Okay. So she she's on the show like weekly. And uh and she she's been living, you know, she's been kinda like, watch the show on February twenty eighth. <laughs> so uh, that that she's she's pretty fun uh to listen to when she's on the John Campy show and she was a pretty good uh a guest on that show. Um I literally finished the entire first season, seven episodes of the Guardians of Justice today on Netflix. Uh, and I, I guess the reason why they didn't market it was because of a lot of Russia stuff in there. What do you think about? I mean, I, I, I know you haven't gotten through it. I'm having a rough time watching it and doing other things at the same time. There's too much going yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's one of those where you can't just listen. There's so much visual. Yeah, and there's it, it, there's some subtitles and shit that so I a little bit it, yeah. here and there. Yeah, they, when it when it happens, there's a lot, and then when it doesn't, there's barely any. So it, it's 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 there's probably like maybe three or four good spots where there's some subtitles, but it's not through the whole show. But it is very visual. Um, that's amazing on Netflix. No marketing whatsoever. They don't give a shit about Netflix. I don't know what Netflix is doing. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. Because there's so much movies and so much TV on there that they don't talk about and they don't send out to the public or anything. I, their marketing, Netflix's marketing is just in the wind. I, they, they either gave them all the boot or they don't give a fuck. But I can't, I just can't believe it. I, I can't believe how they handle some, some new stuff. Like, you know, they do that like stuff. 10 minute sizzle reel they throw like a video on on youtube and they're like all the tv coming out in the next three months you know whatever and that's all they do but they don't talk about anything on social media unless it's like got a big name or it's a big movie and it's a big problem 
<laughs> for me. I, I, Netflix is a really bad issue. Uh, it's just a bad problem. A bad problem they have with marketing some of their stuff. And that's why nobody knows about anything. You got to find out here word of mouth. Like I heard it from some dude, some friend of mine on Facebook. And he's like, what is this? And then I looked it up and I was like, this is a mashup of like 12 different properties. And I'm absolutely here for it. <laughs> and then I watched the whole thing. And it was great. So watch the Guardians of Justice. Uh, I am loving this first half of Ozark of season four. I've only watched about three or four episodes of this first half. I'm excited to get on board with that. Um, Our flag means death looks so much fun and goofy. That looks great. Uh, What else is, is uh, I really want to watch Miss Maisel that came out last week. I haven't watched any of that yet. I'm very excited to get in on that. I'm still finishing up Euphoria. I know that just finished. Um, man, there's there's a few other things, but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna end it right there. <laughs> I, I I think that's all for now. It's been quite a long episode, um, but uh, like I said, Vox knocking. I'll finish that. And oh man, watch Reacher. Did you watch Reacher? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What did you? Th- Let's let's end on that. On, on no, let's let's leave that for Thursday. Yeah, no, we're gonna leave that for Thursday. You want to save that for Thursday? Oh yeah, okay. we we'll got sit, we need we'll... we need something to talk about. That you know what? <laughs> if you That's don't true. stop, we got. If you oh, don't so, stop, we'll talk about all the TV in the world. Oh man, I'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so so just to preview, next <laughs> week we're gonna talk about Reacher. We're gonna talk about a little bit of you know what's going on with The Last of Us and how uh, that show on HBO is gonna be. Um, I'll talk about Vox Machina. We'll oh man, we'll talk about Lois Superman and Lois. We totally skipped over that. Yeah, we did. Um, and I watched a little it bit too. of Star Trek, Star Trek Prodigy. If you end up getting to that, maybe some Discovery. If you, I, I'm still not caught up on Discovery, and I have to say, it's the worst season of the series <laughs> it's, it's not very good um we're gonna talk reacher and it's uh, second season and maybe we'll talk about uh what we think about what's gonna happen with the rings of power and lord of the rings Ooh. um, um I, mean, I i feel like i i need to watch those lord of the rings movies again and I don't know how I feel. Maybe we'll do, I'll do a little bit of research about how other people feel about uh, the Rings of Power because it uh, seems very divisive. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. I, I know, uh, uh, I hope my rants are highlights <laughs> of the episode rather than detractors. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, so that is the show, guys. Uh, we are Super Boob Tube Dudes. And you guys can check us out on our website at superboobtubedudes.com. We've kind of uh, changed some things up uh, with the show. We've had a little bit of, uh, um, you know, we had a lot of fun. But we, 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 we just check. All right. Just check. <laughs> but uh, I'm Dan Serechia. <laughs> and I'm Tyler Hoskin. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening and keep on tubing. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts.